You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, into the 9 o'clock hour we go. Sean Pendergast, Seth Payne with you. Collectively, Payne and Pendergast. Joined right now in studio by our good friend Daniel Gotera, Harris County Houston Sports Authority. Of course, many of you know him from his many years at KHOU, and the Houston Sports Awards are six days away. How's that, how's that, how's that sound? Six days away from the Houston Sports Awards. Well, it's crazy every time I hear it, even though I have a countdown clock in my really? office. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's, uh, it's six days away. We put a lot of good work in. To make this thing uh, even bigger and better than before, at 713 Music Hall, Music Hall downtown by the Post, it's going to be a really, really fun night. It's uh, and like Alex Bregman hosted it last year and did an outstanding job at it, so you guys decided to double down on Astros players and, yeah. and have Lance McCullers host it this year. Yeah, Lance McCullers Jr. is back. He's, uh, he's back at the show. Actually, you know, I say back, but this is the first time he's ever attended the show. And he's hosting. Oh, he hasn't the show. even attended it. No, before. he hasn't okay. been to the show. Okay, he's so heard things is... from his teammates, so he's he's hosting it. He's very excited. I met with him earlier this week to kind of go over his monologue and what he's going to say. And uh, yeah, I think he's going to do a great job. You know, we all know Lance, and Lance is he's oh, a great yeah. communicator. And yeah. I just you know tell him to be himself. Don't force the issue. Don't go three thirty, three minutes thirty seconds. If you if you feel like you have to, just do a great two minutes. Like yeah, like. Quanti- quality over quantity. Yeah, right? yeah. Sense. So he, feel, you feel like in, in, oh, you yeah, feel he's like gonna, he's ready. Oh yeah, he's going to do a great job. He's yeah. very excited. Yeah. Okay. I, I do think you know what? Just having watched Alex Bregman do it last year, um, I think this kind of fits with the way I think of baseball players in general. They're uh, they're much more meticulous than us football players. I think uh, like to, to generalize, uh, like because Bregman like had everything died. It's a precision business, right? And he was yeah. very meticulous about everything. I would him and Lance strikes me as a meticulous guy. Don't sell yourself short, Seth. I mean, you're you're a very <laughs> meticulous guy too. Yeah, but right? I need like handlers, like like <laughs> elephant trainers, to show me where to go, and then I can yeah. You know, it's funny because Lance did. He he mentioned to me, he's like, oh, I want to I want to get there a couple of days before. I want to get there before. So he like he wants to walk the arena. He wants to walk the halls. Like you're right. So he's yeah. he's very committed to it. And I do appreciate that. If you're gonna if you're gonna do something like this, jump in and commit to it. So okay. it, we're very excited to have him. Daniel Gutierrez in studio with us. We're talking the Houston Sports Awards. And so the, 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 a few things. First, it, we should over-communicate this. It is open to the public it this is. year. First so time ever. Let, let's yeah. talk about that. Like, So if I'm somebody listening, because I've had texts from a few people in the last 24 hours, like, hey, the Houston Sports Awards are next week. How can I go? Let's make sure we get, and we'll get it out there again, but yep. I, how can people go if they want to go? Yeah, first time ever uh, selling it tickets to the public. Yep. Um, it's uh, HoustonSportsAwards.org. That's the website. And when you go on there, you'll have two tabs. Purchase tickets. You'll see it right there next to Lance McCullers' picture. Go in there, $95 a seat. We have some seats remaining, so yeah, we'd love to have you guys. If you're a Houston sports fan, you get there a little earlier, see the red carpet arrivals, 
We're going to have a lot of familiar faces in town, especially if you love football here in this town. Warren Moon's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, and mm-hmm. you could call the Sports Awards an Oilers reunion if okay. you want because there are going to be a lot of familiar faces out there on the red carpet. Uh, Lance Berkman's also getting inducted, and so is Cynthia Cooper. So uh, $95 gets you in the door. You get to experience the show just like anybody else for the first time, and that's a cool aspect to kind of open this up to everybody to see. That's um that'll be fun too because those three are all going to give great speeches. Uh, oh yeah, be for sure. Really interesting. The other part that I always like too, Daniel, it's kind of it's it's fun to see all the high school nominees and those kids like all of a sudden find themselves in the same yeah. room as a lot of these guys um and like these Hall of Fame inductees and everything. It's really it's kind of it's a big moment for a seventeen year old kid to all of a sudden be like sitting at the same awards event as as a lot of these athletes. Yeah, for sure. And so. Part of our show is the high school categories. They're going to be given out during the pre-show, but a lot of them have already communicated with me and asking me questions like, hey, uh, can we just walk alongside them? Can we just meet them and talk? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're one of the nominees that night. So, yeah, come on in and enjoy the night. And, uh, yeah, I think it's really cool. That was one of my ideas going in. We need to bring the high school categories back. We need to open it up to the public for voting. So that way it engages multiple communities around the Houston area. Because we want to expand the reach and the the uh, appeal of this sports show. It's not just about the pro teams. It's about the sporting community as a whole. And I think we've done that to a certain extent. This now, year. as far as the pro teams go, because those are going to be the most recognizable sure. names to people. I do think one of the cool things about this season as opposed to past seasons, like all three of our big pro teams, and I should throw the Dynamo in there too because I know there's Dynamo and Dash nominees as yep. well. So let's include they everybody in all this. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So they everybody had great seasons. But in the past couple of years, it's felt like the Astro Invitational. It Deservedly so, because yeah, they've yeah. been by far the best team here in town. But that, to me, is just a fan makes it kind of fun. Like, there is a little bit more mystery, it feels like, to some of these awards this oh, year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, all the teams, all the pro teams, are represented in our Athlete of the Year category. Yep, yep. Uh, we have C.J. Stroud, Kyle Tucker, Hector Herrera, Jane Campbell, and Jalen Green. Mm-hmm. Those are the nominees for our big award of the year. Uh, and you're right. I think I think it was cool to incorporate all these other teams because, yeah, rightfully so, the Astros, they they did great, and they did great last year, but look what the Texans are doing now, and look yeah. what the Dynamo did. So we've got all these other teams on the rise after a couple of low seasons. Let's call, yeah. let's call it low seasons, but it's good to have that kind of excitement. Okay, for, for you bit. personally, like you transitioned from covering sports here in town for many, many years, Yes, and now you're in your new role, which I know uh-huh. you love the new role, yeah, but I is do, there yeah. part of you watching this Texans team this year? Like, where's... Where has this been the last few? I know, come on! <laughs> I had to sit through the you know the Lovey Smith years, <laughs> yeah, and, man, uh, and all that. So uh, yeah, I, I I'm I'm really happy for them sure. because you, I mean you guys obviously know all the people over there. It's been very hard for them to kind of just gain traction, kind of get their footing back, and to have this kind of success now. I'm just I'm just so way. in a big way. Yeah. It's not just like a eight and nine season yeah. or nine and eight just. You made the playoffs. You won a playoff game. Your future is set. Your foundation is there. It's just tweaking it from here on. I'm I'm very excited yeah, for that. Yeah. For sure. And you know the the other part of it too, Daniel is, I think because because D'Amico is who he is, it, like compared to just even when it was good for the Texans, but under Bill O'Brien. The athletes themselves are way looser. I, I don't, oh, they're absolutely. Not, they're not nervous that they're going to say the wrong little thing and draw the <laughs> anger of their coach. And because of that, they just, I think I think the fans really get to see the best part of the, these guys' personalities. And it makes our job a lot easier, too, because there's always great sound to play. Mm-hmm. Well, that and I actually think kudos to their social media team as well. They're They're buying into the personalities that they have. 
and really just getting them out there a little bit more. Maybe it is because of the freedoms, right? That D'Amico probably said beyond this, hey, we got to get these guys out there, and all, there's a new strategy in place. I, I don't know. I just, I just, the vibe is different. Winning helps. Oh but, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's well, great. So there's a trust. I mean, it, it's, for sure. The previous segment we just played CJ talking about how there's this trust between him yep. and D'Amico. I think there's a trust with D'Amico Ryan's and the players that yeah, we can trot them out there to go say things and speak for the team and be the yep. face of the team. It's a mature group. Yeah, I love the soundbite. I think it was Will Anderson that said, uh, you know, he was he was crying afterwards, and then CJ came up to say, we're good. Yeah. We're good. Hey. They're a nice yin year. and yang, those two. They are, yeah. Yeah, yeah Will's a little bit more intense than CJ's. <laughs> yeah. He's intense in his own way. But, uh, yeah, we're excited about the sports awards show for sure. Daniel Gotera joining us here, Harris County Houston Sports Authority. The Houston Sports Awards are on Tuesday night at 713 Music Hall. We'll let you know again how you can get to the awards. But we should also mention there's a big charitable component to the Houston Sports Awards that people are familiar with, the, the Golden Ticket. I know longtime fans of the award show are very yeah. aware of it, but for those who are not, this is a really cool opportunity to potentially win fandom for all the teams here in town. Yeah, you'd be the most popular guy in any Absolutely. room you walk into. Yeah. So it's a 1 in 500 chance. It's a raffle, basically, the Golden Ticket. If you purchase a Golden Ticket, there's 500 of them. You get entered in a raffle to win season tickets for every pro team in town. The Texans, the Rockets, the Astros, the Dynamo, the Dash, U of H football, Sabercats football, Texas Bowl, and the Rodeo. Wow. hundred bucks. And the Rodeo. And the Rodeo. Like all the Rodeo. And the Rodeo, yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's a hundred like bucks. And so I I say that to people and like you like you said, a lot of people aren't familiar with it. And it's like, wait, it's just it's a hundred bucks. I know a hundred bucks is, is is still commitment, but I mean, look at the reward that you get on the back sure. end. So we still have some of those available. We're selling out of those, and we. That's why I'm coming on here to talk about it. So get your hands on those. And again, the beneficiary of that is the it's, charitable. Yeah, component? that's right. The Sports Authority Foundation, okay. which benefits all of our initiatives, with sports in the community here in in the city. Good stuff. Yeah, good so, stuff. Um, so again, we're excited to have you guys out there. Yeah, too. we can't wait. We're 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 very much looking forward to it. My wife gets to go this year too. She's very excited about that. She's always been very jealous that I've gotten to go and she hasn't. I'm glad you're rectifying that situation. Yeah, year, well, that's, that's I mean, I got to make this one work, Daniel. This is marriage <laughs> number two. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> um, so again, if people do want to go, and I know there's people out there that want to go to this, and the the venue's great, seven one three Music Hall. It's going to be a lot of fun. Is an outstanding venue. Yeah. Tell them one more time how they can get there. HoustonSportsAwards.org is the website, and when you go there, you can purchase tickets. You find information on how to get to the venue. Uh, you'll be able to purchase the golden ticket on there as well. So HoustonSportsAwards.org, all the information that you need on the show for next Tuesday night is going to be there. We'd love to see you out there because uh, we've got some surprises up our sleeve, and it's going to be cool. Nice. So when uh, so the, like with Warren Moon coming in, because Warren lives in Seattle now, right? Yes. Does he? So, like, uh, your first time organizing all this stuff and everything, and you've got these people flying in from around. Are you having to deal with teams? Does Warren have, like, a whole team of people that you're dealing with? Yeah, I, I, he does have a team, and uh, yeah. we're dealing with multiple aspects. You know, Seth, I'm, a, I'm an expert now on budgets and <laughs> Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, yeah. And, car, and car services. Oh, and oh yeah, yeah. Because you've people coming stuff, in, you got to get them from the airport to everything and all and, that. Yeah, uh, correct. Hotel arrangements, flight scheduling. And so, you know, some of his teammates don't live here. A lot of them do. A lot of them are still yeah. based in Houston. But, you know, guys like a Jamie Williams, former tight end, or. Uh, a Mike Rozier, a Heisman oh, yeah. Trophy winner. He's 
they're out of town. So you got, so all these aspects about planning an event and getting these guys together, yeah. I know they're all excited about being there because they don't really get to see each other all the time. Yeah. I know the reunion. Titans have their little reunion over there in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, I know. This is I better. It, but this is in Houston. This, this is, is better. Yeah. Yeah. This is better. better so. yeah. yeah. Who's going to be inducting or giving the, the preamble speech for the three, uh, the three inductees? So that night, we've got, uh, like I said, Cynthia Cooper, Lance Berkman. One of our inductee uh, presenters is Chris Burke. He's oh, going to be former coming, Astro? Yeah, he's going to be coming back. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he's got he hasn't been to Houston in a while. He does a lot of baseball analysis One of the for ESPN. Biggest postseason moments in Astros history. Yep. Yeah. So he'll be back. Van Chancellor's still here in Houston, so he'll be part of the Cynthia Cooper oh, thing. Cool. But we also have some surprises too for everyone that's involved uh in the Hall of Fame this year. So I think they're all going to get a kick out of what we got in store for. That them. sounds good. That's a great tease yeah. right there. Okay, yeah. one more time if people want to go. Houstonsportsawards.org. Go buy your tickets. $95 to get you in the door. $100 to enter yourself in a raffle to win season tickets for basically every sporting event in Houston. Tuesday night, January 30th, next week. What time do the doors open? What time? 6.30 for the general public. They open up. A red carpet opens up at 4.30. You can go. If you're going to go to the show, you can line up a little early, see the red carpet arrivals. 4.30 is red carpet. 6.30, the doors open up for the general public. And the show starts at what? 7, 7.30. 7.30. 7.30. Okay, so an hour early, 7.30. Yep, 7.30. Got Correct. it. It's a, it is a really cool environment just, too, because you see a lot of, you know, a lot of the, like the diehard Houston sports fans that you see, uh, the, the same people I see that are always at Texans games and Astros games and Rockets games. Like, they're there in the crowd, and they, like, they see these guys in a different element than, than they do when they're at the games, and it's really cool to see uh, just, just – the response, that, the response of the fans and being able to see guys in that element, uh, it's really cool. Yeah, it's fun. Good celebration yeah. of the history of sports here in Houston, For both sure. recent and long-term. Daniel Gotera, Harris County Houston Sports Authority, of course, joining us here in studio. Daniel, we appreciate it, man. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. See you on always. Tuesday. Yes, that's see right. See you on Tuesday next Thanks, week. Daniel. All right, good stuff. Daniel Gotera joining us. All right, we roll on. Um, speaking of Will Anderson, spreading love and positivity everywhere, what was the approval rate among Texan fans? I put it out there yesterday of the Will Anderson trade, now that we know what the draft pick looks like, the first-round pick, that is. I know there were other picks that are that's going to the Cardinals. What was the approval rate? We will tell you next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, big thanks, Daniel Gotera, joining us. Uh, Houston Sports Awards next Tuesday. You can get there. Uh, HoustonSportsAwards.org if you want to get to the Houston Sports Awards. Um, so uh, the the poll is almost closed. You still have an hour left to vote in this all-important topic on the approval rating now of the Will Anderson trade, a trade that had people freaked out on draft night. I don't know. The freak-out factor in Houston I don't think was all that high. I think, honestly, the sense I got the night that they traded up to get Will Anderson, which, of course, we should point out was – 10 minutes after they drafted their quarterback of the future. Yeah. So the feels were already really good that night. Yeah. I think people were just excited to be excited again. <laughs> it was no, it was really, it was a kind of a, it was a next day thing when the analytics people started weighing in on like just how aggressive a trade it was. And you know, if it, yeah, the exuberance of the moment. And I think the fact that honestly, anybody covering the NFL draft, is all about like wow, this is big. Yeah, this it's is cool. Awesome. It was the next morning. The hangover was people saying like, "All right, look, you, this is like a Julio Jones type trade, except more for a non quarterback." And I and like a lot of the, honestly, a lot of the objections made sense. The one objection that didn't make sense was the number of people who just assumed that the Texans draft pick that they traded to the Cardinals was going to be the number one overall pick the next year. Um, like, cause it's just, it's, it's really hard to predict who the worst team in football is going to be. Uh, now it's also really hard to predict that a team's going to win as many games as the Texans did, but it just, that's the part of it that really, the fact that this is the, is a, is a late round pick or a, a, a last third of the third round, last third of the first round pick, I think makes people feel that much better. About Absolutely. It. And I think yeah. too. And by the way, 95.6% of the people who voted in this poll that I put up approve of the Will Anderson trade. Not a big, you know, that that's actually, I'm a little surprised it's that lopsided. I'm not surprised that's the landslide winner. 95.6%, Seth, as you pointed out in these polls, is it may as well be unanimity. Um, There's usually a 10% troll factor. Yeah. Like people that are just voting either to be difficult or because they're not from Houston or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 96% is, is pretty damn good. Now, I thought about the Will Anderson trade when Nick Casario was asked by John Harris and Mark Vandermeer on Texans All Access what the expectations were for the season. Here's what he had to say. You're always looking for progress. That's the most important thing. And then are you improving? And as we put the team together, we felt that we would have a competitive team. And nobody really knows what that entails, what that means in terms of wins and losses. But we felt like we had enough good players that if we went out there on a week-to-week basis, we'd at least give ourselves a chance an opportunity to potentially win some games. Started off slowly and then kind of hit our stride there a little bit, won the two games. So we're what you want to be able to do is get off to a fast start. We didn't really get off to a fast start, but we're able to kind of you know stem the tide there a little bit. And then we kind of worked through the course of the year. And essentially every game other than a few, we were in every game. You know, we really didn't get blown out of too many games, but we were in a lot of games. 
And we felt with just the makeup and the composition of the people that were in the building and on the roster that at least we would have a chance and have an opportunity and it certainly came to fruition. So our job is to just focus on the short term, just focus on team and individual improvement and let some of the other things sort of take care of themselves. If you have good process with the right people and you do the right things, then you would hope that that correlates to to wins. You know, fortunately, that was the case in a lot of situations this year. That The Will think, Anderson trade is a, is a clear indicator of that, like yeah. that they thought they had a better team than a lot of people thought they had. Well, well, and some people outside of Houston took note of this and some did not. And it was because some people outside of Houston would criticize Casario this offseason and say, like, look, he's doing the same thing he's ever done with these free agents. He's just signing guys to one and two year deals. It's no different than it ever was. When the fact of the matter was, yes, in the previous two years, Nick had signed a bunch of guys who were journeymen to one and two year contracts with the thinking, I think, like a guy like Christian Kirksey is going to help a young guy like Christian Harris come along. You know, that, like that's, that's uh, like some of the thinking was you'd have these older guys that could show these younger guys, the draft picks, how to be pros. And then you, you know, replace, replace those guys over time with draft picks. The difference this year was that he signed guys like Jimmy Ward. He signed guys like Sheldon Rankins. Like these guys are, these, he signed guys who would be starters on many NFL teams. Yeah. That maybe didn't get the, they might not have gotten the offers that they really wanted in free agency. Um, but they're still going to get a respectable amount of money to come in and be a starter for the Texans. Like uh, Dalton Schultz, a perfect example. So that was one of the big differences. I think if Nick was trying to look at the roster as objectively as possible, he would, you know, he'd look at the grades. He would look at the grades that he figures other people have on those guys I just mentioned, you know, and then compare that to the previous rosters. And, and you can start to expect a better level of play. You don't know exactly what it'll be. And then the huge X factor is just, okay, how are my young guys going to do? You know, like, how are my rookies? I think they probably expected Tank Dell to, to do some really cool things at times, but they just wouldn't really know. I don't know if they couldn't have expected that he would be as good as he was because that's you can never predict that, especially out right. of a smaller guy. Yep. Um, so that was probably one of the things that was a really, really nice surprise for him. Yeah. Like, even, though, even though, obviously, they liked Tank Dell to draft him where they did. Um, but the fact that he came on so quick and was so effective was probably the, one of the pleasant surprises. Yeah. I, you know what would have been interesting if the night of the draft, the first-round pick they traded was Cleveland's and not their own? Yeah. And what the narratives would have been then, like, oh, don't feel – because I feel like he would have been in a no-win situation, Nick. Yeah, where, they would have said, oh, you don't feel that good about it, or you're just conceding that you're a bad team. You don't or, believe yeah. in your team. Yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. So I feel like when people were like, man, I can't believe you traded your own pick. I mean, you guys aren't going to be a very good football team. Okay, cool. Here's Cleveland's pick. Whoa, what, you don't think you have a good football team? <laughs> like, you yeah. know, like there's – it's a no-win thing. Ultimately, like, it's a no-win thing on the night of the draft. Ultimately, Nick won that trade. Like, ultimately, yeah. Nick and D'Amico and their assessment of the Texans was accurate. They were a well, much it, better team than people thought. And again, this is where – if you get too caught up in the analytics, if you get too caught up in the trade value and all of that – and when I say that, I say that as somebody that has – all the respect in the world for analytics. I wish teams were better at using them and smarter about using them. But there are, there are still some things that aren't accounted for with analytics. And one of them, including what Bill James, the father of sabermetrics, would tell you is that chemistry is impossible to put a number on. And yet, there, it, probably, it still matters and it probably exists. Jeff Luno would have told you the same thing. Um, 
And I think that the, the problem with that is that it's a hard sell to somebody. You know, I can give you a spreadsheet that shows the, the economic justification for something. It's hard for me to say, hey, just trust me, bro. Yeah. That's like, like uh, hey, are, is Will Anderson worth that? Trust me, bro. <laughs> trust me, bro. The analytics don't matter. Trust me, bro. When it comes to chemistry, I don't know if I've ever seen another football player like Will Anderson. Yeah. I like his attitude, his, like his enthusiasm, and like the way, the way he cares about football and his teammates and everything. Like that alone, I don't know how many extra spots or draft slots that's worth, but it's different than anything that can be quantified there's a value as to of it. right now. Yeah, there's yeah. a value to it. Yeah, like you put yourself in the shoes of somebody – who didn't like the trade on draft night, right? Like the Texans gave up too much. Because m- many people point out when you and I have this conversation, Seth, that, hey, it's not about just the 27th pick. They also gave up the 33rd pick in the draft last year, too, the, the, the yeah, second pick yeah. of the second round in last year's draft. Like, I get it. I get it. Um, but put yourself in the shoes right now of somebody who is skeptical about the trade, and now I hit you with this bit of audio from Will Anderson. Let's just go show love. Let's just have energy. Let's just, wherever we walk by, whether it's a nutritionist, custodian, Security guard that's at the front, like, how can we make them feel love for coming here, working for the Texans, this stadium, everything like that? So no matter who it is, and that's how you change the culture. That's how you get everybody, you know, wanting to be a part of something special. Like, they just probably over there just standing around. But you come in and you say, hey, how you doing today? I hope you have a great day. Now they look forward to coming back to work. You know what I'm saying? I think it's the same thing in the locker room. Like, that person may not be feeling the love. What's up, bro? You good? How you doing today? You good? Like, workers. They may have to be, be down. You don't know. And I think that's just one thing that's how you change a culture is just speaking to everybody, making everybody feel love, no matter what your status is, no matter what your rank is. We're all in this together. We're all trying to change the culture. We're all trying to win. So just be as one, and we'll have fun doing it. See, now, Mr. Yeah. Skeptic, I, w- I would hear that, and I would be like, <laughs> you mean all we have to give up is the 33rd pick? It's- and the first yeah. round pick next year for that the, guy? The whole thing is, though, too, like if you're going to get in an argument with somebody about whether the trade makes sense or not, and they believe that it doesn't, which is understandable that they believe the trade doesn't make sense, there's nothing that you can say to somebody like, it's just two different arguments, you know? You're just having two different arguments with two different sets of beliefs or data. And I understand being skeptical of any time anybody tells you, Hey, like, no, it's about the culture. Because as you pointed out, that's what Jack Easterby would have said. You know, like, hey, it's about the culture. Yeah, right. And uh, like, okay, great. Like, I don't know if Bill O'Brien knows how to establish a culture. I, I personally trust D'Amico Ryans to establish a culture. And I think it was everything that they knew about Will Anderson and everything they heard about Will Anderson just to believe that he was something different and kind of exceptional in that regard. Yeah. And they still, hey, and they still haven't accomplished anything. So, like, right. it's still, like, people can still debate it. I'm just cool with it. There's, nothing, there's no part of me that doesn't think it was worth the risk at that point. I agree. Point. And I think this text message kind of sums up what you're saying. Moving to get Will Anderson was absolutely the right decision. He's a pillar on the defense for multiple years to come. We didn't miss out on anything as we essentially gave up the 20-something pick, 27th pick, to get him and still have a first round. He gave up a little more than that, but, you know, I, I would need to know, like, okay, what if the Texans hadn't made the Will Anderson trade, then what are you taking at 12 and 33? Now, I will say this. The 12th pick ended up being Jameer Gibbs, and <laughs> the 34th yeah. pick, not the 33rd pick, ended up being Sam Laporta, yeah. both going to the Lions. I was texting I, with... Brandon Scott this weekend, and Brandon Scott's like texting me. Maybe I'm putting Brandon's business out there, but I thought it was an interesting take. So that's why I'm putting it out there. He's like, "Man, is it weird?" Like he's like, "I love Will Anderson, but boy, you look at the tw- who the 12th and 34th picks are. You're like, those are two pretty good players for the Lions, right? I mean, they transformed that offense for the Lions this year. Those two guys. Which I, I guess the tough thing is that whenever you look at like who went in those slots, 
Like the whole uh, the whole butterfly effect and everything kicks in. It's no guarantee that that's who you would have been. But but it is uh it's a way to either either torture or tantalize yourself. Yeah yeah. Like yeah. I, I don't think the Texans would have taken Jameer Gibbs with the twelfth pick. Well, you know, and the thirty third pick was uh, Will Levis. So they might have very well <laughs> taken Sam Laporta if he was still available. You know, true. Yeah, that is boy. That's a yeah, the tight end position is going to be an interesting one. If you look, at, I mean, I like when I think about losing Dalton Schultz. There's look. Dalton Schultz is not the perfect tight end by any stretch of the imagination. I just get nervous about if you don't have Dalton Schultz, then you got to spend another draft pick or spend money on a free agent. Because I think Brevin Jordan does nice things, but is not going to be your alpha tight end. Um, But man, like Sam Laporta is right there. Sam (laughs) Laporta? Sam Laporta. Well, all the young tight ends. Michael Mayer was a few picks later. He did some things for the Raiders. Um, Kincaid? Has well, been really good for the that, Bills. Yeah, Kincaid was, yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, Kincaid uh, kept the Bills in the game at the end by knocking a ball, at that fumble out of bounds. Yep, right? yep, yeah. that's right. Uh, uh, Musgrave for the Packers has done some things this year. It's good. Good. It was a good class for tight ends this year in the draft. Well, to be clear. Way I'm, to go, Nick. No, no, no. That's, gonna say, that's what I'm saying. To be clear, Nick, if you're Whatever. listening, very happy Whatever. with Will Anderson. <laughs> Seth's a little agitated, but I, I, I'm happy with Will stop Anderson. It, stop, stop <laughs> with, with Will Anderson. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, so there you go. 96% approval rating. Good job. Good job. All right. Payne and Pendergast with you, um, on a, uh, we had a lot of Tyreek Hill. T- I didn't get to the text page because we had a Daniel Gotera in earlier. Tyreek Hill is a scumbag. That's a text. Tyreek Hill's just getting divorced. He didn't, to our knowledge, do anything wrong this time. I well, mean, he's I mean, done he's, some things in the past, obviously, but like this, you know. He did. He got married this fall, and then uh, since he's gotten married, we've learned of at least what two paternity suits. Yeah, uh, possibly. He three. also uh, he allegedly assaulted a dock worker yeah. uh, at a charter boat company yeah. last off season, but settled right. with him. Right. Uh, there's okay. a yeah. There's yeah. A, no. You make a good case. Yeah. Tyreek Hill is the real life version of Ricky Jarrett from Ballers. God, I haven't watched. I never finished out Ballers. The show. I never watched Ballers it other was, than like an episode or two. The first couple seasons were good. And that's the, it's, for those who don't know, it stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson. His production company made the show. It's a little like Jerry Maguire, you know, kind of meets. It's sensationalized. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like trying to be a crossover. It's, it's like, no, it's kind of a sports it's, it's, show, it's, but it's, also. A, it's Jerry Maguire meets Playmakers. Remember the old Playmaker oh, show Playmakers, on ESPN? Yeah. Except with Ballers, they were allowed to use the actual team. Correct. Logos, weren't that, they? Yeah. Which and that's surprising because it's kind of some. It's very salacious. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good word, salacious. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, it's hey. it, the first two seasons were good until in the third season, The Rock's character was yeah. trying to bring an expansion team to Vegas, and then it, uh, it was like got kind of boring after that. Yeah. You know what, Brandy and I have stumbled into doing, Sean, since I go to bed so early, mm-hmm. is uh, since we there's so many good miniseries out there anymore. Whenever we have a long movie we want to watch, I basically just turn it into a miniseries, and I've loved it. Because you end up, well, yeah, and especially like we're watching The Good Shepherd right now, Mm -hmm. which is kind of like a kind of like a slow moving but very tense but deep movie. Um, And it's cool because we've been watching it a half hour chunk at a time, and it's like your own little mini series. That's cool. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's a good recommendation. What's it called? The Good Shepherd? The Good Shepherd. Okay. It's like a 2006 movie about the origins, of, a fictionalized account of the origins of the CIA. Okay. It's kind of loosely based on history, but not really. And, uh, but it's really good. Very t- it, takes, it makes you realize that you never, uh, you'll never want to be a, a spy for the CIA, or Russia for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nor Cuba. I'd be Cuba a horrible, either. I'd be now, a I have yet spy. to find a country involved in this movie that I want to be a spy for. Okay? Yeah. No, I'm too friendly yeah. to be a spy, I think. I would, I, I would, yeah, I wouldn't be a good spy. Might make you a really good spy, actually. Maybe, maybe. No, yeah. You're probably too loose-lipped. Cozy though, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. you get shot. Yeah. <laughs> I would. All right. Um, let's do a mini petty cast here. Uh, let's, a petty cast. A petty cast. Yeah, I want to do, I, I, I've been sitting on this for a while, a petty cast, where Seth and I take pleasure in the pain of other teams and players and people outside of the city of Houston. Let's do a Pettycast Junction. Pettycast Junction. We're going to do one. We're going to head up I-45 North for a little mini Pettycast coming up next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents... Payne and Pendergast. A lot of celebrate, not celebrating, but enthusiasm and hope for the Texans this week. You know, even with as, as bad as it was on Saturday, I think there's great feeling about the future. Um, meanwhile, boy, I, I I didn't know you had to screen family members almost as as much as you screen actual players as to how they fit in your locker room. I didn't realize that was the case, but apparently that is the case up in Dallas, Seth, right now. Um, that uh, That... I can't hear Seth for some reason. There, oh, okay. there we go. All right. uh, I was going to say you, uh, you've you've known the you, you've known that's a case for a while. You've uh, you've heard the stories about various players whose family members. Are I have. I guess ass, I just. So. I guess it's just this is happening like all at once right now. We're yeah. within like a twenty four hour period. And for those who don't know what we're talking about, we're going to do a mini petty cast here. Petty cast is when Seth and I get a little petty for the Schadenfreude of others. We, Team's yeah. not ours. Yeah, we indulge. We indulge in just being petty about fools that we don't like. Yep. Or maybe we even like them. We just want to be petty. Okay. That it's bad we for them. Feel, I feel like being petty. That it's bad for them. So we're being petty about the Cowboys right now. Mm. Here are the family members who have spoken up about their disgust with the Cowboys' season and the way that it ended. Ceedee Lamb's mother goes mm-hmm. in on Dak Prescott on Facebook, saying, "Quote: Dak isn't it." along with saying that her son deserves better. Quote, they need to get... This is his quarterback she's talking about. What the hell, Can you imagine Nico Collins' mom going in on C.J. Stroud? Quote, they need to get rid of his ass. It's guys on that team that want a ring. They work too hard. He don't want to win a ring. End quote. What the hell, man? C.D. Lamb's mom. Yeah. 
Are you sure that that's true? I would think it would have been debunked by now if it weren't true. Um, yeah. You want me to keep going because? Uh, cause, yeah, cause I just I only asked because the tweet you had brought up it was from JPA Football, which is one of the worst accounts on earth. Yeah, um, but yeah, okay. No, I double checked. Oh. Yeah, it yeah. Was, it, it, it's it's out there. It was it was on wow. first take this morning. Um, oh my god, that's 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 as bad as I've ever seen. Yeah, that's really that bad. That's, like CD Lamb's got it. Like he's got to work with that guy. Yeah, like he's like, his coworker. Right. Oh my gosh. Um. Oh. Tad Prescott, brother of Dak Prescott. So you think CeeDee Lamb's got problems. Dak's got and, – and Tad Prescott has been an issue before for Dak. Yeah. Um, he put this out there. Tad Prescott did. Cowboy fans, why continue to DM me? Trust me, if I could get at Dak, tags him on it, to leave Dallas, I would. I, too, want him out of Dallas. The city and organization have been great to he and our family – but done with the drama and the so-called fans, but he loves this team and wants to bring it ring. So he's more going after the fan base yeah. and people criticizing Dak than he is the Cowboys organization. He doesn't pull. Yeah, I guess it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel as personal. Well, because it, I mean, CeeDee Lamb's mom was specifically going after Dak after Prescott, Dak? Yeah. like just flat out going after Dak Prescott. Yep. Yeah, this feels more like a this this if anything. Tad Prescott is voicing his own opinion and that it in some ways paints Dak in a good light because uh, basically saying like he's too loyal to leave. He loves it here. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's still bad. Like he should still shut the hell up. None it, of these yeah. people should be talking. None of these people should be. Um, and some of you may be saying, what's well, just two. What's the big deal? Well, let's keep it moving. Micah Parsons, also a very talented Dallas football player. He's got a brother named Terrence Parsons Jr. Who's mad at Cowboys nation for criticizing his brother had a social media take saying Micah's critics are, quote, clueless and, quote, y'all going to miss him when he's gone, end quote. Now, we should – and then he said more here that I'll get to. We should point out that Micah Parsons is feeding into this dynamic a little bit. You were the first one that pointed this out to me, Seth, is that when there had been rumors of Dan Quinn taking over in Seattle, uh, Dan Quinn, the Cowboys' D.C., becoming the head coach for the Seattle Seahawks, replacing yeah. Pete Carroll – didn't Micah Parsons make some intimations that he could head up to Seattle with Dan Quinn? Yeah, he said he might take me with him. Take me with yeah. him. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. In the middle of a playoff yeah. run? Right, We're right. Going to run? Yeah. A playoff uh, effort? Attempt? Whatever So there's at the yeah. very least some dirt underneath Micah Parsons' fingernails here. His hands aren't totally clean. Terrence Parsons, continuing here, is also mad at the Cowboys organization for crimes being done, that's a quote, to Micah. Oh, and um, just for kicks, let's add that he blames Dak Prescott and the coaches for all of it, saying the QB and defensive coordinator Dan Quinn should, quote, pack their bags while calling for head coach Mike McCarthy to be replaced by <laughs> Jim Hardbaugh or Mike Vabrell. <laughs> um, so that's uh, – now, now that's, that is t Micah Parsons' brother. Now, now, Micah Parsons did put out a statement – after his brother put out all these tweets saying any comments made by Terrence Parsons Jr. are his and his alone. This feels like a disclaimer from a radio station. The opinions of Seth Payne are those of Seth Payne alone and do not represent K-I-L-T-A-M. Well, yeah, Tom Brady's had to do this with his own dad, remember? That's right. Tom Brady's dad was yeah. like spouting off on radio, like called into a radio station spouting off about Belichick once. Yeah. It's not, I mean, that's, that's after Brady had been in the league for like 15 years. Yep. 
These guys have fam- These guys are all relatively young and they have families that are still somewhat new to it. There's never an excuse for it. They're just they're messing. They're messing with their like. They're messing with somebody that probably helps them out financially at least a little bit. Messing with their damn livelihood. Like what the hell are you doing? Yeah, man. Do you like? I I wonder. Man, we should, maybe we ask this Nick this next time he comes on. Like I wonder. Because these guys scout everything, especially the better the player, the more you're digging into it because of the investment. Yeah. It's one thing for it to be a seventh-round pick, and he's got a brother that spouts off. You're like, all right, you're cut. We don't need this drama from you. But, I mean, CeeDee Lamb is one of the best receivers in football. You know, Dak Prescott's a well, quarterback. Like, do you, yeah, they definitely, like, uh, look, they want to see how somebody's family is, you know. Yeah. and uh, like some, I mean, sometimes you can meet somebody and be like, oh, this person goes hard on social media without ever looking at their social media. You're like, I know this. This person goes hard. Yes. Uh, like, exactly what are we going to have here? Right. Uh, and, you know, and then it's all a matter of, like, trying to project what it's going to be like, whether, you know, like Eli Apple's mom or any of those other situations. Um I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, like some of it's just some of it. I think players like Dak Prescott can probably just look at CD Lamb or talk to CD Lamb, and CD Lamb can just say, "Look, my mom's kind of you know." Yeah. Oh yeah. She's, you know, she is the way she is, and Dak is like, "Yeah, I get it." Yeah. You know, everybody's got everybody's got crazy family members for sure. And I think if there's any team where Dak Prescott has been calloused to things like that going on on the outside, yeah. you're the quarterback of the Cowboys. You know what I mean? Like you're just you're in the spotlight. In the crosshairs all the time. F- family members are the worst. Like sitting in a family section or something. Like with having you got a, you got a lot of family members that have never played team sports. Don't understand like locker room dynamics. Um, or just sometimes they're flat out crazy. And yeah, they're like, and that's a, it's the same thing with athletes that like they need to tell their family. Don't be texting me the social media posts that you like. I, that's cool that you're offended on behalf of me that somebody's talking smack <laughs> right, about me. Right. I don't need to see it. Like yeah. you don't have to text it to me. Yeah. Like if I'm if I'm trying to be on a social media diet, my I learned that early on just before I was ever a player. My brother was a coach, and I had like heard I was sitting in the stands once listening to some parents like say some some nasty stuff like mm-hmm. criticizing my brother. I found out later is because their their kids sucked. Um, <laughs> but I told my brother. I was like, God, I don't. Hey, Dan, I, I don't know if I should tell you this or whatever. He's like, Yeah, n- never tell me any of that. I don't need to know. I don't need to know what people in the stands are saying or yep. anything. Like, I just, I flat out don't need to know. Like, the athletes seem to be that way too, but they also gotta put a cap on their their family. You know what? Okay, CD Lamb's gonna have to threaten to cut his mother off um, if she pulls that again. Everybody, like, listen, mom. No, I just, uh, you're that, that that that's it. You can't be messing with my livelihood this way. The only evidence we have of CD Lamb with somebody who he seemingly cares for. Um, putting his foot down was remember on draft night. Yeah, uh, his phone, yeah. his phone rang like one of his two phones rang, and his look yeah. looked to be his girlfriend picked it up and looked at it. Yeah, he grabbed it out of her hand and said, "Give me yeah. that. <laughs> Give me that. Look at my phone. There's a reason I carry two phones. It's so that you can look at neither of them. All right." They um, uh, they broke up. I think was the epilogue to that. By the way, okay, all right. If I I think I remember seeing that like a year. Maybe she's still around. Okay, yeah. okay. Maybe Dak. Oh no, no, they broke up. No, maybe they're still around. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Well, that's a project for this afternoon. Um, All right. I was unaware of this. Here we go thing with Dak. Should I feel stupid that I was unaware of this cadence that he uses before every snap? Um, It might not. If it didn't catch your ear, then it didn't catch your ear. Like it caught for my for whatever reason. The first time I was watching this year, I was like, I was listening to his cadence, 
And it took me a while to figure out. I was like, is he saying, here we go? Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to say anything about it because I was like, he's probably not saying, here we go every single time, is he? And And lo and behold, everybody, here is a cut up of three different, three different, the ones of his uh, three different cadences. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Wait, take. (sighs) Yeah. He did before every, yeah, here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> it's annoying. Yeah, it's impossible to not get annoyed by it watching a Cowboys you, game once you once you pick up on it. Okay, if you were a defensive lineman as you were for ten years in the NFL, yeah. going against the Cowboys, would that be something that would annoy you so much it would affect your level of play, or would it, positively or negatively, would you want to rip his head off even more from saying, "What does it say?" Ah, here yeah, we, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. I think I might like it because you probably you might be able to listen to it enough because he says the same thing every time. Mm-hmm. There might be a little bit of a variation uh, depending on whether it's going to be a hard count or not. Yeah, like, it would, like so, there might be a little tell buried in there somewhere. You watch the TV copy. You have the, you have somebody in the film room cut up like the TV copy and like four hundred snaps and so of of like and you and you listen to it on a loop and you can maybe pick up that like he raises his voice a little bit Ooh, before it's a hell, hard count yeah. or something like yeah, that yeah. yeah um text message getting a lot of texts here what happened to henry toa toa haven't seen him on the field lately he was getting lots of pt earlier in the year uh, you saw him in the uh you saw him at the end of the game when the when the ravens were running all over the texans at will after denzel perryman got Injured. Hurt, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Henry Toa Toa's fault specifically or anything. Uh, he's just he's he needs some work. He's um he's not that athletic, and like to be able to play at his level of athleticism, you've got to be absolutely perfect at recognition, taking the right angles, and everything else. And he just, he just, he needs some time. And I think they probably suspected that he'd take some time. I mean, he's a fifth round pick. You know, the, like fifth round picks become full time starters at about a 20% rate, I think. Yeah. Um, might be actually a little bit less than that. But he's just, like, he, there's something there. He just needed at least a year to kind of start to get acclimated to the NFL, I think. Yeah. I, and yeah. he's probably a body on special teams, ultimately. Uh, for this I, I was really surprised early on at just how bad the angles he was taking Yeah, were. That was what was really, uh, like, for a guy that played linebacker on a really good defense, I didn't understand why he was, why, why he was taking routes to the ball or just to the left of the ball sometimes. Yeah. Like, just kind of understanding where his leverage and his help is and everything. He's just got to figure that stuff yep, out. Yep, yep. John Lopez is here. Just missed the ball by that much. How? Just a bit outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, my friend? I'm great, man. What's going on? Uh, what is going on, man? We got Texans uh, Super Bowl radio row. We got all kinds of stuff happening. Yeah, are you excited? Have you started making plans now that it's official for doing things in Vegas? That you can't ice fish in Vegas like you did in. I, are you making any outdoorsman type? Plans I will. In Vegas? I I haven't gotten to that yet. Um, uh, I, I loved. You know me. I love doing stuff like that. Going outside. I might go. I've never been as many times. Well, this is a bite. A, this is a big bite here, but as many times I've been to Las Vegas, never been to Lake Mead. Is that the one with the the Hoover Dam there? Yeah. Okay. And it's gorgeous. That's where you, and that's where they have all the houseboats all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous and everything. Yeah, it's where Pamela Anderson made a video. 
Oh, it's on that lake? Yeah. Oh, I would love to go back <laughs> to the spot video? of that video. Yeah. yeah, you've seen the video. Yeah, yeah. Tommy, Tommy Lee? Yeah. Tommy, uh, Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee, yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you ever seen the Hulu series on the two of them? I did, haven't seen the, the Hulu series. I may have stumbled upon the video. The actor, yeah, once or twice. <laughs> that was like the, one of the did. first big sex tapes. Uh, yeah. Back in the day. Well, right? yeah. And she just did, she did a documentary a little while ago that I watched and uh, that I've, I've made, it, it'll make you feel horrible about like that sex tape and everything that happened from it. Like, people thought that they put that out intentionally, everything. She got, like, they didn't make a penny off of it. No. It was like, they just got screwed over, man. It got and she stolen. didn't ever intend it. To, like, she was devastated by all of it. It yeah. got stolen yeah. by a yeah. worker that Tommy Lee kept pissing off because he treated yes. him like dirt. Seth Rogen played the worker in the Hulu. The Hulu series is excellent. If you're into the to, Tommy yeah. Lee, Pamela Anderson story, the Hulu series is outstanding. But I'm more interested in, all right, I'll give you a confession real quick. Yeah, yeah. One of our confessions. Uh, I, I purchased an extendable uh, fishing rod oh boy, okay. so I can pack it with me and go to Lake Mead and try to catch some freshwater trout. Okay. So, oh, okay. full disclosure. The jokes write themselves. Full, <laughs> full disclosure. Yeah. Extendable <laughs> fishing rod. I got you. They've had water level issues uh, I know. the last couple of years. Yeah. I wonder, is it okay John got now? legitimately worried. I know. <laughs> you see the look on his face. Uh, yeah. They uh. need some damn water in the lake. Let's <laughs> get some water going. All right. Uh, that was Crosstalk brought to you by DNM Leasing. You're listening to KIL. KLT HD2 and Odyssey Station. Seth, 6 a.m. tomorrow. I'll see you. Antibodies to you, my friend. Yeah, let's hope uh, Let's hope Lopez can get some rise and some uh, extendable shaft. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Something that's it's like It's like his favorite movie on Lake Mead. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. All right, we're done. We're out of time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.